You are now listening to the hottest true crime podcast in the streets. Hi there. Hey, folks. How's it going? Welcome to uh, Affirmative Murder, the Tales from the Hood Minisodes. Uh, I'm Alvin Williams, and I'm joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. Oh, yes, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Yeah, man, I'm the mailman. Can't you tell, man? Gonna post a- what up? I don't, sh- I, don't, I don't know if that's the first time I've ever hit the button while doing the minisodes. Mm-hmm. So you tell me, do you want this to be completely standalone? But I, I just feel like that's part of your essence like do you want to keep that you want to keep this more stripped down um because i don't feel like i usually hit the button well, what happens is when you do play it you go into regular episode mode i i, I kind of forget it kind of it does kind of throw me off a little bit then we won't that will be the first time you heard it on, on okay. tales from the hood that'll be the last time you heard yeah. it on tales from the hood but just don't ever forget that is his signature sound yeah but we are going to keep it more stripped down yes. tales from the hood. yes uh fran are you uh ready to dive into some of these uh, amazing stories from our Oh, listeners. man, I am enthused, man. I, I'm ready. Yes, quite enthused. So, this one caught my attention. Okay. First of all, it's from Anon Imus. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, what? Good, like, they wrote their name out like it's Anon Imus. So, okay. that's great. I like so It that. sounds like a real name, though. The way they wrote it, yeah. Hmm. But I get the, hey, wink. <laughs> I know what they did there. But the subject line is TFTH Hoarders. Mm-hmm. And Fran... I don't know if the people know, but you know, I love me some hoarders. My 600 pound life kind of took over my love for hoarders, but hoarders was the OG. You know, when you used to come over over my house, it was just on. Yeah. I love spotting them. Oh, like out out in real life. Yes. I don't come across too many. So you You go house to house. You go house to house more than I do. So you come across all kinds of houses, all kinds of neighborhoods, all kinds of people. But I see them more on the road than I do houses, though. Oh, like a car. Car. Car hoarder. Not car. Oh, yeah. Car hoarders are. I mean, but. If their cars like you, their, their houses. House. Come on, hey, no, that's that's good insight. <laughs> no, that's that's good deduction you're doing. There. Yeah, and they spend way more large time amounts of time in your car. car. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Your, your car, how your car looks on the inside, says a lot about you. Keep that in mind. Yes, you got to kick Burger King bags and shit all around. When you let something <laughs> in your car. You got a bunch of old water bottles. You know yeah. how to. You know how the Maxima used to be. Yeah. No, not the Maxima. The Cobalt. The Cobalt. Yeah. The Cobalt was crazy. Oh, but flooded. I just I just felt like. That car didn't represent me, so I didn't treat it with respect. Yeah, you stopped caring. I stopped caring. Yeah, I get that. I wasn't proud of the car. I wasn't. I didn't like going on dates in that car, and so I would just be like, look, 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 toss, yeah, passenger side. <laughs> mm. Didn't care, man. Stinks. Everything was kind of sticky. Yeah, stinks. That car stinks. It's <laughs> look, shoes, work shoes, all the boots. Yeah, all there. work boots in there. Work clothes. It smells like feet in here, man. Yeah, hey, man. You know, well, that smells like money. <laughs> oh, that's, that's what, what I tell people. That's what I tell oh. people. I have dates in the car. Like, oh, it smells foul in here. I'm like, yo, well, that's money. You know, yeah. when it smells like that, that means I worked about 12 hours in the sun and the bag is here. <laughs> right. So let's go ahead and get to Uno Pizza. Yeah. And let's have ourselves you a night. You, you can't afford a car wash? I was so busy. All right. <laughs> if I'm treating you like the date, and I was like, you know, baby girl, like, I'm just so busy. I go straight from work. I came here to get you. Yeah. I didn't even shower. That's crazy. Then the date ends abruptly. They climb yeah. out of the bathroom window. But anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I guess I should shower and clean. The, you know, I'm, I've learned. Yes. That was 20-year-old. Yeah, you came a long way. That was 20-year-old me. Anyway, this uh, email from Anonymous uh, with the subject line TFTH Hoarders starts off with this. Hey, 
Small town living is forcing me to be anonymous with the upside down smiley face. One of my favorite emojis because it just means chaos. Mm. The upside down smiley face is one of my favorite emojis. It just means like, I don't know, man. I'm just lost in the world. Yeah. Who fucking knows? Uh, so anyway, so Alvin said that he was interested in hoarders, which I did say that. I knew a woman that was an animal hoarder. The family lived in a manufactured house in the... What does that mean? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> Aren't all houses manufactured by somebody? That's a... Hey, Anonymous, you're going to have to send us another email. Follow-up question. What is a manufactured house? Anyway, uh, the family lived in a manufactured house in the middle of nowhere, and animals would often be dropped off in the middle of the woods when they were no longer wanted. Oh, that's so fucking sad. Mm. Like, you don't want the dog, you just go take it out in the woods and just drive off? The matriarch of the family would find these animals and bring them to, into the house, mm -hmm. mostly cats, but also some dogs as well. They also had five horses. At one point, there were so many cats that a person wouldn't realize one died. That's when it gets bad. Now you start finding yeah. animal, animal, cat skeletons everywhere. Mm -hmm. The manufactured home. I still don't know what that means. I don't understand. I mean, everything is manufactured. Yeah. Right? <laughs> An apartment building, a car. Everything is every, made. Everything yeah. is manufactured and made by somebody. I mean, what is a manufactured home? Quote, Maybe it's cheap. a cabin. Cabin? What? No? Uh, sure. Like, Let's what? go with that. Maybe it's like a, the, just the bare bones of a home, like just the frame. I don't know. But anyway, the manufactured home caught on fire. So I guess they aren't made very well. So the manufactured home, the manufactured home caught on fire. And being in the middle of the woods, the fire department wasn't able to get to it until it was burnt down to the ground. Okay. Then they, what, they manufacture another one? I guess, yeah. I mean, that's how the cycle works, right? Yeah, I would think. You tear down a neighborhood, you manufacture a new home. Yeah. I, think, I mean, like, I think every home is manufactured is my argument to, the, to Anonymous. So anyway... Uh, so the fire department couldn't get out there to put down, put out the fire until it was burned to the ground. Mm. Uh, one of the cats had knocked over a little, uh, knocked over a lit candle, mm. and the old trailer went up in no time. Clumsy. What is, a, oh, is that? Is a trailer? Is a manufactured home a trailer? The fire department uncovered thirty plus corpses of cats and I six think dogs. A manufactured home is a trailer. Is oh, is that like the PC term for it? Maybe. I think trailer's a fine term. Uh, but that's, I guess that's like being nice. I heard a funny argument. It was funny, but it wasn't. But I understood what the person was saying. So they were saying like the, the argument, not, it's not an argument. People say like unhoused person instead mm -hmm. of a homeless person. And the girl was like, I don't think they give a fuck about what you, they want to have a home yeah. and be warm. Like <laughs> I don't the think they care yeah. like us oh, houseless or unhoused or yeah. whatever like that. So I, I think this is one of those situations. Like, I think if you live in a trailer, that's trailer's cool. I've, I've been in some bomb ass trailers. Oh, some trailers are fire. This, some trailers are fire as fuck. It's not about trailer. It's about how you treat your home. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, if that's the purpose of this is to be like, we want to get rid of the term trailer because it has negative connotations because people I think get about that. white trash or whatever like that. Fuck that. Yeah. You live in a trailer on that shit, man. That's, that's how I feel. Anyway, so just a quick little note. But anyway, so the, uh, the, the home was, the, the fire department came, they uncovered 30 plus corpses of 30 of cats and then six of those 30 was dogs. What? Uh, what about the horse? I mean, the horses were outside, so I have oh, to assume they were fine. Right. One cat survived with severe burns. Mm. Oh, a burned cat? Oh, this is the most depressing thing, Anonymous. Uh, uh, so the cat had severe burns, and since then, the family has been in multiple rentals and have been kicked out of all of them because they would, because they would have more pets than permitted. Wow. So, yeah, man, that's fucking real shit to come across. 
quick side story about a peeing in the house with a bunch of cats, and it wasn't even anywhere near 30. It was maybe like five. Mm-hmm. Went to a music festival probably like seven, eight years ago at this point. And we didn't want to go do the full camping experience like on the grounds of the festival. So mm-hmm. we stayed in the backyard of a friend of a friend. Mm-hmm. And he was with a group of his friends. They were younger than us. So they were all staying inside because they knew the person whose house it was. It was like a kid who lived with his parents. Okay. And we were like, okay, cool. We'll just sleep in, we'll sleep in the backyard. In a tent? In a tent. Okay. Which was, listen. The first night we slept in the tent, we got we pulled up to the house, we walked through the house. Mm-hmm. It smelled like straight up ammonia. Mm. Like burn. It burned the nostrils of my nose cuz there was so much cat urine like in the house and so many cats peeing that the whole house when you walk in it just it was unbearable. And people still living in there? People still living in there and then a bunch of like I don't know, 19, 20-year-old kids slept in there. And at this point wow. we're like 25 years old. We're like I'm like we're not I'm not sleeping in here, that thank God. Work. I don't even want to come in here. And one of the nights we had had a long day at the festival because out, outside all day. Take a shower. We had to take a shower. Yeah. I felt nastier after the shower mm. than before I went into the house and took the shower. It was like I took the shower, walked out, and I walked through the walkway to get to the back door to go back out in the tent. I was like, I don't even, I need another shower. Wow. So 30 cats and then six dogs? House is jumping. The house is jumping. Your nose probably, it just burns all the fucking neurons and fibers. Mm. And, and people just living in there. Living. Thriving. Having a great time. <laughs> Manufactured. So uh, thank you to Anonymous. Um, that was very uh, interesting. I do love hoarding stories. Fran, we have a exclusive uh, shout out to mm. Lysandra. Okay. The first of her kind sent in an audio recording Mm. okay so we're gonna play that for y'all it's seven minutes long i will try to dictate if it's getting long-winded it might get cut down okay and it might not be seven minutes to y'all but she sent in the seven minute one i might cut it down to three all right but we're gonna play me and fran are gonna hear the whole seven yeah here we go let's go She could have pulled my over. Name is Lysandra, and I have tails in my hood, okay? So this was like when I was like 19, 20 years old, right? And I was over at my best friend's mom's house because my best friend had just moved out of the state, and I was checking on uh, her because she had had some health issues, so on and so forth. So um, I had gotten over there like the day before and, you know, did our thing, yada, yada. So... We were chilling, having coffee that morning, and her neighbor had come over. And it was this uh, young Hispanic woman had come over, and she was, um, she was like a little perturbed. You know, she was like stressing out. She was like, "Yeah, you know, we just moved here a couple months ago, but it looks like we're gonna have to move again." And she said it's because like her boyfriend, she used to date his cousin, and. Uh, then they broke up and she got with uh, her current boyfriend and I guess they had a fight over her and the boyfriend beat up the cousin is what she was saying so long story short and that was at like 10 30 in the morning right so the day goes on she leaves and we go back on with our day you know we're just doing our thing and like hours later it's like 11 30 at night the same day we were chilling uh, me and my best friend's mom are chilling on the couch and this 
this all like I was starting to fall asleep on the couch so my best friend's mom was getting up to go to bed herself and so she was like going in the in the kitchen turning off the lights and stuff you know doing her, the daily night routine and I had just rolled over and put the blanket over my head and all of a sudden you just hear boom 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 and then you hear glass breaking right and me and my best friend's mom we started like freaking out looking around and she had told me to get down and as I was about to roll down uh right where I was about to roll down a bullet had come through the window and literally had zoomed right like right where my head was about to go like if I hadn't I don't even know how the hell this is possible but like I did some ninja shit and I missed the bullet by just a few inches like I would have been a casualty in this situation so long story short so on halftime show wow Lasandra. first of all thank you for sending us in an audio message from the starship challenger uh rocket <laughs> a rocket to mars right. uh we really appreciate you sending us this from inside the turbine of a plane uh wow uh uh I don't know how this plays out, but I'm guessing maybe something to do with the domestic dispute that happened. Gunshot bullet bullet whizzing by you yeah. when you were just asleep. Oh, whoa. Just wanted to check in. A little halftime performance. Give a little uh, play-by-play. That's crazy. Back to it. You know, I, I, I luckily I didn't get hit. But so we're, we're like freaking out a little bit. And her husband, my best friend's mother's husband had come out. And he was like, what the hell was that? And we're like, dude, that was gunfire. I'm not even sure. And it seems really close, right? Because where I'm from, that's normal. Gunfire is normal. But when it's like right there, that's when you start to freak the fuck out, you know? So, um, we like, my best friend's mom was like, don't go outside. And so we're sitting inside and we're just listening. Like we turn everything off and we're just listening. We don't hear nothing for like 20 minutes. You know, it's real quiet. And then we start hearing screaming, so we go outside just just to make sure everybody's fine and all that. Um, because in my neighborhood, you know, most of the time, like, you don't go outside if you hear that kind of shit. You know what I mean? So we go outside to make sure everything's fine because we hear a woman. So we're standing out there and we're smoking and we're, we're talking and all that. And sure enough, the woman that we heard screaming is now closer. And we look, we turn around and there she is coming towards us, screaming bloody murdy, help, help, I've been shot, I think my boyfriend's dead, oh my god, please help me, call 911, and she's like trying to get to us, but she can't really run, because you know, she's been shot, so like, she's just uh, doing like this weird limp thing, and she's like freaking out or whatever, and uh, so we get the gate open, and she, as soon as she gets to me, like, she kind of collapses on me, you know? And I'm trying to find her bullet wounds. I see blood, but I don't see, I don't see an exit wound or nothing. So I'm, like, trying to look for it and apply pressure to it, and she just passes out. Like, mid midward. So my best friend's mom is, like, screaming and freaking out. Call my It sounds like she is taking a plane off, like, from, like she's a pilot. 
And she's telling this insane story. Yeah. And it sounds like she is taking a 757 into the sky. Like yeah. it's going down the road, the runway. And she's taking off into the sky to go to Dallas, Texas or something like that. I just, I didn't want people to hear me laughing because I'm listening. The story's the same, <laughs> but it's just like, it keeps getting more and more intense, all the noise and yeah. stuff. Like, it's just, I done cut it out. At, I done cut it out like a while ago. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I can like just focus on what she's saying now. I'm not even. I can hear what she's saying, but it it just is like, it keeps getting more. I done tuned it out. It sounds like she just like got into a new type of vehicle every couple of minutes. It's like a new vehicle (laughs) she's in now. Now she's in a trailer. Now she's in a a rocket ship. (laughs) It's insane. Anyway, Lissandra, continue. Over and apply pressure. I'm going to go with uh, her husband. I I went with her husband, my best friend's mom's husband, to go check on the other guy at the apartment. And yeah, when we went in there, dude was, he was, sprawled out right at the entrance of the door so he answered the door to die like his what? brain matter was everywhere he did not have a face anymore like he his head was blown off it was really bad and it, it was so crazy so we got the you know we got the ambulance there and everything else and like then afterward uh she had come over begging us to do a statement and my best friend's mom is a white woman so she was like oh definitely i will totally go to court to make sure that guy goes to jail because that's terrible so on and so forth and i'm like i think you should move if you're gonna do that you know because where we're from as soon as like y'all know you're, you're from baltimore you know what i mean and so you understand as soon as you open your mouth about it put names and everything else doing statements talking to the police and all that yeah your, your life is are in danger so you know i left it alone i minded my business but i've always thought it was the craziest story because i was almost a casualty just by chance you know what i mean doing doing my, my what i needed to do and checking on my best friend's uh, family and yeah i almost died because of that you know and then you know over something that's so petty as Oh, you beat me in a fight over a girl that she broke up with me for you, and I'm mad about it. Like, it's a totally crazy story. You know, like, he killed his own family, his own blood. Like, super crazy. So, I just wanted to tell you guys that story and tell you that I love you guys. You guys are fucking awesome. I enjoy the show like nobody's business. Um, I hope to hear, hear or see another virtual party. I hope to hear conspiracy, conspiracy, because I really love that shit. That was so funny to me you guys are just hilarious and uh, congratulations Fran on your wedding thought that was badass I wish you the best in your endeavors and Alvin stay awesome stay fly stay positive all right love you guys bye shout out to Lasandra. way to get it done yeah first one of one that's how you do it that's how you do it well, almost how you do it. Next time, Next, Lissandra, yeah, please not send being us in a in jet. another one. <laughs> Maybe she's in a private jet. Don't be in a Black Hawk, a Black Hawk uh, <laughs> doing missions in Afghanistan while you're telling the story. That's my only note. Yeah. Other than that, wow. A fucking twist at the end. I didn't expect that. I thought it was like a drive-by shooting or something like that. Yeah. Unless like she walked in on an execution. What a crime scene to see there, huh? Yeah, man. My God, that, was, that sounded gruesome. I was wondering what, what the reason was, but... The fight, at the, end. the fight at the beginning came back around. Yeah. So good storytelling. Lissandra, much love. Thank you for all the kind words. We really appreciate that. 
Um, and yeah, congratulations to Fran. And I, you know what? I will stay fly in the other things that you said. I'll do my best to do that. Yeah. So thanks for that, Lissandra. And to other people who would like to do following Lissandra's footsteps because she is a pioneer now. She's in the Affirmative Murder history books for that one. Mm-hmm. That email address is affirmativemurder at gmail.com. With the, you know, you can do TFTH in the, in the heading and the subject matter. And yeah, send those audio files in if you would like to. Or just, let's, you know, the regular emails that we typically get. That's great too. Um, I am going to, should we do one more? Sure. Let's do one more. Okay, so this one is from Becca. Uh, the subject uh, matter is Tales from the Hood. Well done, Becca. This one says, hey, you guys, I hope you guys are great. My name is Becca, but you can call me whatever you care for. Uh, We should call her Be Silly. All right. What do you think? Sure. All right, Be Silly, let's get into it. So uh, I have fallen in love with your podcast since I found out about it around when you guys were doing episodes 119 and 120. (laughs) Couldn't tell you a (laughs) thing about this, huh? Don't know her. Don't know at 19, 20, nothing. Don't, uh, but I hope you enjoyed them. I hope that you had fun. Uh, I grew up in a city called Brampton, Ontario. I'm familiar with Brampton. I've heard Drake mention that in some rap songs before. Uh, that's about the extent. I'm not familiar with it, I guess. But Brampton, Ontario, Canada. I lived there for 23 and a half years. I'm now 24. Okay. So, so she just recently moved. It's about 40 minutes away from downtown Toronto. As I'm sending this email... Brampton is in the top five of the most dangerous cities in Canada. Growing up, I would remember mad guys chasing. No, I'm just I'm sorry. I got caught up in yeah, the Toronto yeah, action. Yeah. Sorry. Growing up, I would remember almost every day. I, was, I remember almost every other day, if not every day, there were cops on our street or on some or some surrounding street around us. On January 23rd, 2013, there was a house down the street from us where to this day, the murder is unsolved. On that night, nine-year-old Keyshawn Williams, maybe it's, I don't know if that's on purpose. If that Williams, I never heard that last name, but Keyshawn Williams, or maybe I'm saying it wrong. Keyshawn Williams uh, was playing video games in his living room in front of the window mm. when all of a sudden he just fell down to the ground. His brother came over to help him when he realized that Keyshawn, who was just nine years old, had been shot in the head. He was rushed to Sick Kids Hospital in, in Toronto and passed away there. Uh, the Peel Police, that's what they're called in Brampton. The what police? The Peel, like a banana peel. The Peel Police, uh, that's what they're called in Brampton, she said in, in, in parentheses, said that they believed that Keyshawn was not the intended target. I would hope not. He's nine. Uh, as the family had just moved into the house five days earlier. So what? this might have been some drama from somebody else's business in the house. Shit. And they moved probably for their own safety. Yep. And they turned the house over quickly. And wow, somebody had to deal with that. Uh, they believe that whoever shot Keyshawn was trying to target those who lived there before. Three years after Dang. the shooting, police had confirmed that a gun used in a murder down in Toronto that year was the same gun that was used to kill Keyshawn. What? Uh, yet that never led to anything, but only a dead end. The case is still open today and I'm scared it will never get solved. The police in the police in Brampton, like the majority of a lot of police departments have proven, have been proven to not be able to do their jobs properly and professionally. This story haunts me to this day. And growing up, I always wondered if I had ever met or ran into the person who had hurt him. Keep doing what you guys are doing. I'll be listening till forever and always. Be silly. So, wow, uh, heavy stuff there. 
Um, rest in peace to Keyshawn Williams. I'm going to have to look into that. I'm, I'm not familiar with that one. But, wow, geez. Uh, Brampton. Didn't didn't know there were any. See, you learn stuff. I didn't know there was. This is going to be a dumb thing I say, but I didn't know there were any dangerous places in Canada. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, in my mind, Canada's like, uh, I don't know. Everybody's nice and polite. That's what everybody think, though. It's, yeah, it's real. It's trenches. You know, it's, it's the trenches. That's one of my f- biggest fears is mistaken identity murders. Oh, big time. Having to answer for somebody else's situation, you can't even really talk your way out of it. I mean, people yeah. are coming to bring that action to you, and they think you're somebody that you're not. It's really nothing you can do about yep. that. Especially if you're not, you're not, you're not on a pivot. You're not yeah, looking you don't around. Know. You're just living your life. Exactly. And somebody's causing meaning to cause you harm. You don't even know to be looking on alert. So, man. Well, scary, thank man. you, Be Silly, for that. Thank you um, to Lissandra, and also thank you to. Anonymous. They, they yeah. didn't want to know. They went. They didn't want us to know who, what their name was. Thank you for all the participants in this uh, Tales from the Hood mini sold episode. This was super fun. Uh, again, if you're going to send in an audio file and you want to follow in Lissandra's footsteps, please do so. Yeah, don't sit in front of a fan. Don't, <laughs> don't sit in a, a reclining chair with an industrial sized fan in front of you, yeah. blowing into your face as you tell your story. That would be my recommendation. But other than that, everything was great. The way she told the story, everything was great, great energy, loved Lissandra. But yeah, uh, maybe don't, you know, practice getting in your flight hours to get your pilot's license yeah. while you're uh, telling a story. That would be my, my recommendation to anybody who wants to do that in the future. But thank you to everyone who participated, and we'll see you guys next time. Fran, your catchphrase for this is what? I don't remember. What was it? Always be on the lookout. There it is. Well, yeah. So I've been Alvin for another <laughs> Tales from the is. Hood mini-sode. And until next time, always be on the lookout. See ya. <laughs>